When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's, ta- let's talk about Monday night football between the Eagles and the Chiefs. KC at home, two and a half point favorites. A little juiced uh, on BetMGM. Total of 45 and a half. Joe, which Swift are you backing here? Mm. <laughs> Probably the the one where red, I would think. Okay. Is she there? Red is that is she there? I am, or no. My sources no. tell me that Taylor Swift will miss the She's game out. because of weather mm. issues. Uh, she was performing in Rio de Janeiro, which I hear is gorgeous this time of year. But yeah, yes, if she is uh, going to be down there and unavailable to be at the game, uh, surprise the line didn't move with that news, Joe. Uh, I, I I know you're joking, but like people are betting into this and they're betting a lot yeah, of money, yeah. like real dollars on the, on whether or not she's there. <laughs> oh, now she's there. Now I'm going to do outlines. I'm going to do two plus three plus touchdowns <laughs> in this specific <laughs> matchup. Uh, but matchup wise, I'll, I'll get to the Swift that I usually back the fly Eagles fly. And it doesn't mean that I'm anti Eagles because I did not pick him. But first on the Travis Kelsey end, when we look at uh, tight ends and how they've done against the Eagles, not named Kelsey, which means that they are a tier or two or three lower than Travis Kelsey because they're not named Travis Kelsey. Uh, very successful. Five touchdowns to tight ends this year. Hunter Henry, Hawkinson scored twice. Logan Thomas, Jake Ferguson, all these guys got into the end zone. So Kelsey, anytime touchdown is going to be popular. Would I be shocked if we saw multiple touchdowns in this spot? Absolutely not. Eagles dead last in the National Football League in DVOA against the tight end position. And it's not just any normal dude. Like, I know it's it's just so obvious, but it makes perfect sense that Kelsey has a, has a big spot here over the middle. They stink. Their defense stinks. I'm actually – it's part of the reason that people have been so down on the Eagles, that they're talking about them in a negative tone despite the 8-1 and record because the defense is not what we expected. The, with the elite pass rush, you expect them to shut everything down. And the secondary that we saw last year, that has not been the case uh, this season. So between the Swifts, I'm going the home Swift. I'm going uh, Travis Kelsey. Props are definitely a strong look tonight. And with with the wind expected, they're saying right now 15 miles per hour. I don't know if the the receivers on the outside are going to be involved as much. It might be a lot of stuff over the middle or, or keeping it closer to the line of scrimmage with Kelsey. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I saw that same stat about the Eagles and the DVOA. I was like, wow, with the tight end. So yeah. it does seem like a Travis Kelsey situation. This is a tough one in terms of like revenge and both teams have time to prepare. Of course, you've got the Chiefs at home, but now you've got some rain and wind. This one really is tough to figure out, but it does seem like running props uh, with either Jalen Hurts, uh, DeAndre Swift, Travis Kelsey. I think that's where I'll be looking. I thought about A.J. Brown because he's been on such a tear. 80 and a half, does he go off? But then with this weather, you just never know. But the Chiefs defense is amazing, but except for the run. Run defense is definitely an area where they could be exposed. So um, I think I'll just mostly be looking at props here. I mean, I honestly could see a situation where the Eagles do win by like a point just because they are so angry and probably feel like they should have won that Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> but then you've got the whole Andy Reid off the bye and the Chiefs at home. This is a tough one for me on the spread. I may just stay away and stick with props, even though I had a rough weekend with props. <laughs> we, we shall take a drink every time the props get mentioned from this weekend, right? I, yeah. you know, you bring up a good point when it comes to this whole idea of, okay, the Chiefs, they care about the pass defense. Absolutely, they do. The run defense could be a little bit suspect. I wonder if a lot of that is more about philosophy than it is actually personnel. You know, you have some teams out there in the NFL where they go, okay, pass defense matters a lot more than run defense. Consistency-wise, pass defense matters a good bit more. And look, the Chiefs can contain the pass very, very well. This is one of the reasons why I'm not so sure I would endorse going over AJ Prown Pops, despite the fact that he's been yeah. phenomenal all season long. Yeah. Certainly, I think a great uh, contender for Offensive Player of the Year. But this Chiefs pass defense has been fantastic. They're young, they're scrappy, they've contained a lot of great offenses pretty much all season long. And the pass rush has certainly been a great complement to that. And I think one thing that we're noticing, Joe, when it comes to this Chiefs pass defense is okay, well, because they're so good at it, now they can blitz a little bit more. Now it's likely Jalen Hurts is going to see a little bit more pressure in his face than he normally does. Despite a good offensive line in front of him, wouldn't be surprised if uh, George Karloftis and guys like that are able to pressure Jalen Hurts some more. Uh, if those sacks occur and they start to accrue, then the Eagles could very well have a long day. Yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line with this Chiefs defense is they are much improved, much better than what we saw in the Super Bowl. And I know Super Bowl rematch, it's been talked about a lot. These teams are so different than what we saw in February. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. Like, the, just look at the Chiefs defense. They're straight up a lead against the pass. Straight up. So yeah. as, as going like over A.J. Brown or passing, stuff like that with the Eagles, I'm really not all that interested in. But you can run on them they're third worst in epa per rush on defense but you know you look at some defensive metrics uh epa per drop back they're number three epa per play they're fourth defensive dv away they're number three like so there are a lot of things that are like god i don't know here um so i'll be looking at some rushing props on the eagle side i don't want to look at some of the passing props especially when we're talking about numbers like aj brown after his big run where it gets really high now could could it be somebody else where they they find a way to get A.J. Brown out of the game? Like, what sort of value do you get on Devontae Smith? It's still mid to high 50s right now, 57 and a half at a lot of spots. 
no, I'm not really interested in uh, doing that. And the receptions is four and a half, but it's extremely juiced to the over. So something else, probably not an angle that I'm going to be uh, using as far as the Eagles. I think there are other ways to attack Philly. And on the other side of the ball, I was curious if Ed will be betting his guy, Rasheed Rice. Is that uh, an area <laughs> where you could see him going over 43 and a half? Or are you staying away from receiving props due to weather here? The weather is not that big of a concern to me. 15 miles per hour kind of feels like that cuffs where you do need to pay attention to it a good bit. But mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. in terms of what the Chiefs want to do passing wise, like Rasheed Rice, you know, I don't it may be a bad sign just because he's a rookie, but it almost feels like he's got to be wide receiver number two. Maybe you can incorporate someone else uh, in that mix, but I think for the Chiefs ultimately to be successful and to win a game like this against a very good football team, Rice needs to be the wide receiver too for that to happen. So I think Travis Kelsey uh, certainly has to have a big game as well. But ultimately, I think they need a more balanced uh, effort so it's not just the tight end uh, who's doing all the damage. Because at some point, even though the Eagles have struggled containing tight ends, you can do more than enough where it's like, okay, if he's literally the only guy who can beat us, we can triple team him, I suppose. So that is a possibility there. But ultimately, Aaron, I think Rasheed Rice, I would be comfortable going over this mark. Uh, but I also think this is going to be a lower scoring game. Maybe not so much because of the weather. Uh, but more because I'm, I I do like these defenses in a lot of ways. There are weaknesses. Absolutely there are. But these are also not offenses that I think are going to have just a ton of chunk plays where they're, they're going to be running up and down the, the uh, field. 45 and a half yeah. is probably sharp. If you made me pick a side, Joe, I'd probably lean under here uh, for mm -hmm. some of the reasons that you mentioned. And look, Travis Kelsey can still go off. Rasheed Rice can still go off. But they may only score 21 points. I can definitely see that being a pass. That's gone down two points. I think that is certainly mm -hmm. one of the lead stories that the money is coming in on the under. And I don't think it's just related to the stupid 11 and one trend this year on Monday night football. I think it's more than that. Right. It's, it's the weather. It's the, the run game that we're going to, we're expecting to see now Kansas city's run game has pretty much been non-existent this season. So I'm curious how they end up handling things, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree. That is a sharp number for if you got it under 47 and a half under 47, that was a pretty good look. I wouldn't blindly say, okay, under because of what happens on Monday night. Yeah. It, it went under last night and it went over on Thursday and for the week it was more unders than not. But I mean, that's been going on for a few years. I just, there's going to be a lot of people that just bet into trends in this one. Oh, Andy Reid off the bye. I got to take the Chiefs. Oh, Pat Mahomes less than a field goal. I got to take the Chiefs. Oh, the Eagle, you know, the, the Monday Night Football unders. I got to take the under there. Okay. I, I wouldn't use that as a way to handicap this this matchup, guys. Oh my God. I, I, I would not be not be interested in doing that. All right. I have a question about what what the Eagles may have done. And this is just I haven't heard this anywhere. It's just speculation on my part. So yeah. early in the season, Swift comes out, he's on a tear, right? He steals the job. He's the number one running back uh for okay, more than half the season the first half of the season. He has that 175 game. He has a 130 game. He steals the job. Mm -hmm. But because A.J. Brown has been going on a tear, what people are not talking about is how inefficient Swift has been for a while now. 
So in their last game against Dallas, 18 carries, 43 yards, less than two and a half yards per rush. Against Washington, 16 for 57. Miami, 15 for 62. Against the tough Jets defense, that was a big turnover game that they lost. 10 carries, 18 yards. We have not seen much from Swift for over a month. And I'm wondering, is it going to be more split? Are they going to consider going back to how they were going to start the season with Gainwell before Swift stole the job? And uh, I'm thinking that because Gainwell's prop is only 14 and a half rushing yards, guys. So I'm wondering wow. if Gainwell is going to get more looks tonight. It's Has funny you mentioned that because I kind of noticed that a little bit when it came to just overall, you know, rushing yard props, things like that. That one seemed odd to me. And it mm -hmm. also philosophically is such where the Eagles do like to distribute the carries a good bit. And usually around this time of year when, okay, running backs probably need some time to develop. And it's, it's why, like, I'm always backing Derrick Henry in November and December, things like that. But sometimes you have running backs who have heavier workloads earlier in the year. And I think the Eagles do this a lot, like the whole Boston Scott thing and stuff like that, <laughs> where they start yeah. to redistribute a little bit more later in the year because they understand that no one running back can have the lion's share of the workload. And does that change tonight? coming off of a buy for the Eagles, I think that's a really good look because you come off the buy and, okay, you might think, all right, wow, Swift is more rested, so he will be more efficient. Well, no, like you don't get one week just to recover from the grueling grind that you've been through through the first 10 games. I don't think that happens. I think what it likelier means is that, okay, now we got to figure out who else we can trust in key spots. So what do we do about third downs? What do we do about goal lines? Things like that. They run a lot of tush pushes. At some point, that does wear down an offensive line because you're pushing against, you know, 300, 350 pounds, whatever it is. So ultimately, I think, yeah, Swift has been great. He has been inefficient. I chalk that up to just, you know, the grind of the season. And now we're probably going to see something that, is more of a balanced attack in terms of who's getting the carries, but that philosophically is what the Eagles do anyway. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like the Eagles will try to run the ball and eat up some clock. It, will yes. it be Swift? Will it be Kenneth Gainwell? Will it be Jalen Hurts? Are they all going <laughs> to get involved? Yeah. You know, even the Jalen Hurts number seems very sharp. He's only gone over his rushing prop three times this season. It's 36 and a half. He's landed at like 37, 35, 34, 36, a handful of times, or he can go over that or under that. So it, one of these guys is going to go over. It's just a matter of which one, because we all know that's the way that the game script is going to go. They're obviously going to try to run the ball tonight. Hurts plus 120 for an anytime touchdown. Yeah, it's around even money just about everywhere. That makes sense. I was hoping for some value, yeah. but you're not going to get it at this point. We have to assume health, right? That was a big question going into mm -hmm. the bye. Don't forget about that, that uh, the True. knee was not looking good. I mean, we don't have any evidence, right? You would think he only gets better after a, a couple weeks off. But, yeah, I'd, I would stay away from the rushing yards. I don't know how healthy he is. I don't know if the design runs are going to go down a little bit and, and they're thinking, okay, the buys in our rear view mirror. Now we need to worry about getting through and getting him healthy into the postseason. 
and not all games are created equal, right? Like, yes, this yeah. is the Super Bowl rematch and it's prime time and all that stuff, but it is right. against an AFC opponent for the Eagles. You're not losing out on tiebreakers if this game doesn't work out. You got to make sure you beat the Cowboys. That is certainly a big game. And there are other big games uh, in terms of tiebreakers they need to worry about. So maybe that's the one thing to keep in mind that maybe they'll be a little bit more conservative as far as the run game is concerned, not pushing anybody to an extreme. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, BetQL Court right here on the BetQL Network.